0: Hey, listeners, and welcome to My Streaming Bubble, that little podcast where I talk about the shows that I love with the people I tolerate. And today's bubble is the very tolerable Josh, aka Dozer, and he's back to talk more about Grounded for Life, this time digging into season four. Hi, Josh. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing porno. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. I I did write that down, but I completely forgot about it
1: yeah I wanted, to, I wanted to throw that out there right away seems to be kind of my thing when you ask me how i'm doing i always got some little dig at a joke from the season so oh
0: that's so spank
1: <laughs> i thought it was gliss
0: well there was oh yeah yeah there's there's spank and gliss they're kind of synonymous aren't they weren't they god i can't I even remember i kind of
1: feel like she's just making it up as she goes along anyway yeah. so it doesn't really matter how about you though Oh porno. Mm. <laughs> I hope we do explain that joke later. Otherwise it's going to oh. get a little awkward in the comments section. Or God, something, I assuming. really hope, I hope we
0: forget all about it and I don't remember <laughs> until I'm editing.
1: <laughs> oh, I should probably say something about that.
0: Uh, yeah, totally all out of context and who knows, maybe that'll be enough for people to just keep listening, go watch and uh, come back and listen to some more.
1: Well, I was going to say, I'm fairly certain there are some videos on the internet of me naked, so.
0: <laughs> oh, you keep those over there. Are they on the dark I didn't post I don't them, know.
1: so. I didn't post them, so.
0: Oh, Josh, 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 you naughty boy.
1: Every time I come on, you learn a little bit more.
0: A little bit more, which I wish I could unlearn. All right. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, not that you wanted to. All right, so yeah, we're back to do uh, season four of Grounded for Life. This is their longest season, uh, 28 episodes. And probably won't go too much in depth on each episode, but uh, right off the bat, the first thing I noticed in like that first handful of episodes of the season is how completely out of order everything was, that that, um, the episodes were for me. And I know we've talked about that at length before, but it was just, it drove me probably more nutty this time than in past seasons. And I think it's mostly because of where Jimmy, where the actor who plays Jimmy was at, just kind of that awkward pre-teen, teen, he had a gross spurt. His, his hair goes from big and and, fro-y and and glorious and then short. And yeah, his height changes at least within like those first seven episodes or so. Yeah, it, it,
1: yeah, we were talking about it in the beginning here before we started recording that. Yeah, that this, this seriously may be the most thrown about timeline. Not so much that it matters to the story at all, but just you, you look at the characters, Claudia's hair, some of the jokes they make about Lily, about her age, and stuff like that. It just, it is so, it's so all over the place. I mean, I'm just browsing here and I mean, they, they still got episodes from season three going midway through season four and kind of sprinkled in. So,
0: yeah, that was, like I said, kind of the first thing that I'd noticed. And, um, yeah, cause between Jimmy's hair and Sean's hair were like the big.
1: And even Sean's weight loss too, from season oh. from the, between the seasons too, which is I guess we'll just start with this little note that I told you before that mm-hmm. originally the WB, when it was airing live or when they were airing it uh, to start season four, they wanted an hour long episode, but they didn't really have any two episodes that could go together, like just kind of piecemeal it. So they actually had to bring in uh, the cast again early so that they could create a tw- uh, an episode. Uh, sandwiched together with the first episode that they aired. So in in the uh references for the episode codes, it's 310 and 402. So they they so you'll notice it in that, like obviously the the first 20 minutes or the first episode, and then you'll notice some differences in in weight and hair, I mean, and stuff like that in like immediately after, depending yeah. upon how you watch it.
0: Yeah, because I do have like at least an episode three, like my very first note is Sean's hair shorter and also looks thinner. So I don't know. I I hadn't picked up up on it in in episode two, but definitely by the third episode. And then, yeah, just kind of watching that throughout the rest of the season kind of go up and down. So that was, like I said, probably like this season is definitely like the worst for it. I think.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's still, still a great comedy and all that just as long as you're not kind of always trying to nitpick at the details I guess
0: yeah yeah but it's like yeah once you kind of notice something like that it's hard to unnotice it so but yeah like you said it, it's still a good it's still a great season still plenty of funny laugh out loud moments um just enjoyable I just I still love this show and I'd seen most of season four way back but there were a few that I didn't initially recognize or were familiar, so it was kind of nice to kind of see them fill in the blanks. I I need to complete things. I'm one of those. Like if I see something, I need to see all of it.
1: Oh no, I'm I used to be that way, but as i as I'm growing older, I realize that I'm not wasting my time on stuff I don't enjoy <laughs> just because I saw season one. I don't need to watch the other seven seasons or something. Like if yeah. I'm not enjoying it, I. Whatever. So
0: yeah. Yeah. I guess in the sense I guess I, I'm I'm that way as well. But it's like once like so if I if I, if I lose interest in a show, but it comes out a year or two later that they're gonna end the series, and then I'll go back and I'll catch up on like those last two just to be like, okay, how are they gonna end it? And that was a gigantic waste of time.
1: <laughs> I got all the way through, I got up to season five of Dexter. Actually, I got up to season four and I was going to quit watching. Mm -hmm. And then it was John Lithgow and I'm like, God damn it. All right, John Lithgow's in it. All right, you got me for one more season and that's Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. And then I quit. (laughs) So I don't know. I don't even know how the series finale and all that stuff ends for Dexter. And I really don't care.
0: It was terrible and they're redoing it. So hopefully they'll make it unterrible. But yeah, basically it's like you can stop after season four and I feel like you're not going to miss anything
1: oh i did it just right then
0: you did you did like the the other seasons were okay there was some they were okay but for me Dexter peaked with season four amazing performances amazing ending shocking twists and everything and then after that i just felt like it just the rest of the seasons couldn't hold a candle to it and then it ended in a big pile of shit so
1: (laughs) well quick spoiler quick spoiler for anybody that's listening that wants to watch Dexter but hasn't yet so just give me 10 seconds and I'm going to say this piece okay once they killed off Julie Benz I was pretty much done anyway but then oh. they said John Lithgow and I was like all right one more but once they killed off Julie Benz I was done so well
0: because she she was killed off at the end of season four John Lithgow got her before Dexter got him so that all died. happened in the same season
1: oh then never mind yeah I, but I, yeah I could have supposed she died before that nope because
0: he comes home he's defeated uh John Lithgow he comes home feeling pretty good and walks into the bathroom and she's dead in the bathtub bled out and Harrison sitting on the bathroom floor covered in blood very similar to Dexter's origin story
1: all right I I, I only seen it once and I wasn't really all that enthralled but uh,
0: well yeah like, like yeah if season four if you're kind of halfway on your way out then I can understand that but I was still pretty invested by season 4 and but yeah, that last season. Anyway. Well,
1: that was a real that was a real, uh, real quick review of Dexter right there for yeah. everybody.
0: I was just going to say maybe I should make you watch those last couple seasons and then have you come on and just rant about how terrible they
1: were. I as much as I love to rant about terrible stuff and how and how inconsistent and stupid stuff is, I don't know that I could go through that many more hours just to do it
0: understandable
1: i get ya. But. maybe on
0: a dare i will okay i'll keep that in mind
1: all right anyway Let's back to ground for life. for life <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'll i like for
0: that i'll uh yeah i uh i liked this season It's a big long season as we said and i guess for me for this season the that I kind of picked up on, you know, we were talking a little bit before we started recording is that, you know, with, with sitcoms, you don't expect big major plot lines. You don't expect maybe a whole hell of a lot of like character growth or anything. But I felt like in this season, you saw some of the character growth with um, Lily and her relationship with Brad and Uncle Eddie and just kind of where he is in his life and what he's ready to do and not do and and all that stuff. So, so with Lily, she's full on dating Brad. She did end up having to break up with Dean in an episode, and Dean at first was like way too cool about it. He's like, yeah, yeah, sure, we'll be friends. Like she's worried that he's just gonna be heartbroken and so upset. And when he wasn't, well, she went all Lily about it, and then brought in Brad and flaunted him in front of Dean. She's like, oh yes, I'm with him now officially. Blah blah blah. And that's what set Dean over the edge. And he got all mad. So she finally broke up with Dean to be with Brad. But then kind of throughout the season, we see that she still struggles with his dorkiness and his kind of nerdiness. He loves math and science and everything. He likes to rest differently, not like a quote, cool kid. And he loves to dance and he doesn't give a fuck and he'll Hmm. shake it and doesn't bother him if he's getting weird looks
1: yeah it it with with the whole thing between Brad and Dean the fact that Dean was pretty cool with the i like, yeah, I shouldn't say cool but it didn't really bother him until he learned it was Brad he got thrown away for and then that seemed to kind of get under his skin i thought that was a kind of kind of kind of weird I don't want to say plot device for the episode, but it kind of was, it was the B plot of the, or the A plot for, yeah, it was the A plot for that episode. It was her breaking up with Dean. So I just thought that was a little on the weird side that he would been so cool with it. And
0: Yeah. But yeah, like she's like, I was really proud of Lily a lot of times this season. I, I felt like she was less of that screechy, screechy teenager like she was in season one
1: yes the high screen pitch every every episode
0: (laughs) and a bit more like like growing up a bit more adult her and brad have like a a fondue party with some friends and incidentally had run into brad and his girlfriend earlier in the episode and ended up inviting them over to the party and things get kind of awkward and yelly and everything as you would expect but i just kind of felt like you're in high school and you're wanting to host like these dinner parties or these get togethers and everything. And I just, this kind of made me laugh.
1: Like none of them have jobs. <laughs> so it's like, where, where are you getting the money to even go out, let alone do dinner parties and stuff like that. I mean, I was lucky enough when I was in high school, I had a really good, uh, really good pain.
0: Oh, Oh, you're muted yourself.
1: And, and so.
0: Okay. Wait, you gotta you know, back I- up a bit. So because it muted when you said you in high school you had a really good paying job and go
1: oh sorry um, that's all right yeah I had a really good uh paying job when I, and during the summer that I was you know it was 60 70 hours a week during the summer it paid really good too so overtime was awesome and you know so during the school year I you know I could go out to the movies or take a girl out and do all that stuff and mm-hmm. but with these these guys I mean I don't know if it's this season I'm. Cause I just got done watching season five as well. So I'm make be conflating some stuff, but I don't think Brad has a job in this season. Lily doesn't mm-hmm. have a job. So mm-hmm. where are these guys going out? How are they buying their mocha lattes or whatever it is? I think that was this season where, yeah, where Henry's all uh, obsessed about the, the coffee that Lily buys and how much money it costs her. And she does the math and,
0: no, that was actually, no, that was season three where he becomes like the money, like trying to save money.
1: Yeah. So I don't think, I don't even think she has a job throughout any of it during this season.
0: Nope. So she's just living off a of mom and dad and pretty typical of a teenager,
1: I suppose. Well, I don't know. It wasn't typical for, for me and my brother. I mean, you wanted something unless it was a necessity, go out and get a job buy it yourself.
0: Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Lily's a little bit more grown up. She's more becoming more okay with Brad. And even at one point in one of the episodes, uh, Brad goes on vacation to go visit his grandparents, like down in Florida, the old folks home. And she can't, she's, she's so attached. She can't handle being away and they're on the phone all the time. She starts freaking out because he's not answering her calls starts doing crazy, irrational teenager things, sends her little brother over to break into the house to look for the, his phone charger. Which I wasn't really under, other than confirmation that he did, did or did not have his phone charger. I was like, what the fuck are you going to do with that information?
1: Yeah, it, I don't know. <laughs> so, so you also mentioned Eddie's uh, character development. Did, I don't know, like it was, it was interesting, but I don't know that I liked it. Oh, just overall his bit of growth. Yeah, he's he's supposed to be kind of fun-loving, you know, all that. So, and then he starts getting serious with uh, Claudia's friend Hope. Mm-hmm. The person, not the concept. Yes. Yes. And <laughs> um, like it was kind. I mean, don't get me wrong. Though, and I wrote it down somewhere here, but I, but I, I like the girl that played Hope. She was really funny, and I thought. hmm oh Julie Claire it is I believe she did a heck of a job but I didn't really like the whole Eddie kind of settling down kind of thing I thought I thought it would have been better
0: kind of leaving them bachelor style and more well I mean some of the jokes they
1: well they 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 sort of they they could have done a lot more with it if they were going to go that route I kind of thought like there were a few jokes here and there that they made that made it kind of funny but I just I don't know that I'm one of the I'm one of the people that thinks that if it ain't broke don't fix it and Eddie's Mm -hmm. probably one of the best characters in the show so I feel like if you and plus I feel like if you kind of leave him as that bachelor and stuff the hijinks can still ensue you know he Mm -hmm. can still be the guy that always you know gets into these things but if he starts to settle down you kind of limit that approach for further episodes not that they had much further to go Cause there's only one more season after this anyway. And that was a short season as well too. So I don't know. Did did you, did you like it though?
0: Kind of did. I mean, I totally get what you're saying. Cause I kind of had that thought as well uh, of like, you know, well, if Eddie settles down, then who's going to be kind of the more carefree kind of reckless one of them to get them into these hijinks. That's just going to go off and buy a bar and then kind of try and burn it down. Um, but I felt that it was kind of a bit refreshing because I feel like that kind of character and those, and, and those kind of that kind of character to drive storylines can get a bit stale.
1: Okay.
0: It, in my opinion, if they could go where, you know, he's with hope, but kind of take a fresh perspective of a new relationship, someone who doesn't know what they're doing in a more of a long-term committed kind of relationship um, and just maybe play up some of the awkwardness of that, that could have worked. Um, But Overall, I thought it was, because it wasn't like a, a big leap or anything. It was just, they were they were visiting their mother's grave. Uh, Sean's got all these pictures and family stories of who's doing what. And then, then Eddie's just kind of like, I, I got nothing. Just kind of bumming around. So it was like this revelation for him. And him wanting to kind of move forward with not only dating someone, but how he feels about the bar itself. You know, he goes from season three wanting to burn it down to this is why he gets up in the afternoon and, you know, he's very motivated and driven if all that energy might be misdirected. You know, they don't have a mop, but he wants the bar to succeed (laughs) and he loves that bar. So I thought that was kind of nice. So I thought like there were just these small little things. He's still, he's still goofy, fun loving. Kind of a fuck up, Uncle Eddie. So I didn't mind it. I think if they'd have gone too too dramatic with the change, that could have not sat well with me. But I felt it was just kind of slow and small enough where it made sense for that character. And even the way he confronted like crazy Amy, because when Eddie's trying to be trying to date Hope, runs into crazy Amy. uh Crazy Amy sends weird sexy photos that her and Eddie took together to Hope but then the way Eddie just went to Crazy Amy at the end and confronted her about it was I thought was very mature for him very grown up and then fun fact the woman that played Crazy Amy her name was uh, Elizabeth Burridge, and that is uh, Kevin Corrigan's real life wife
1: no shit huh Yep. I didn't look that up because, I don't know, the whole Crazy Amy character just kind of puts me off a little bit, so I didn't really do a whole lot of research into her.
0: I just happened upon it, yeah.
1: But I made a mistake when I said earlier that Hope's name was Julie Claire. That was wrong. I wrote down the wrong name. It's Kristen Dattilio, D-A-T-T-I-L-O. So I made a mistake there.
0: Oh, my God. You're and fired. <laughs>
1: Now, if only I could get that from my other jobs.
0: <laughs> yeah, so that's kind of really all I've got on. Well, and I guess just how Eddie was also there. He seemed to be more caring and concerned when he was there with the kids. Like he helped. God, let's see. Well, he's always there for Lily, as we've discussed before, and then his time with like Jimmy, couple, a couple of, uh, couple of moments. Like Eddie was right about how to deal with Jimmy's BO issue. Yes. I just kind of want to talk about this episode real quick. Cause I loved this episode in the sense that I loved like Sean's kind of take on it. He was all about it. He wasn't trying to shy away from it or like, Oh, I don't want to have that weird, awkward conversation with my kid. He's like, no, no, I'm going to, we're going to sit down. We're going to have this nice heart to heart and talk about like changing bodies and blah, blah, blah. And. Meanwhile, Eddie is just like, just throw him some deodorant tell him he stinks, which, exactly. ended, which ended up being the right way to handle that situation. But I just thought it was so cute how Sean just so much just wanted to be that dad and have that moment with his oldest son. Like that's all he wanted. <laughs> and he pushed and Jimmy's like, God, ugh, like, stop it. Awkward, weird. Go away.
1: It just was like, oh, they love their kids so much. No, with Eddie's character, I mean, he's been there for all the kids in in some fashion or form. Whether it's, mm-hmm. you know, being, you know, maybe sympathetic and lighthearted with Lily, or making uh, Henry and um, Jimmy. No, Jimmy. Thank you. Oh my God, well, come on, brain. So I, I kind of just woke up not too long ago before you <laughs> called. So I'm still, I'm still working on it. But, and then it's, you know, having Jimmy and Henry, you know, rip down a, a coin-operated machine to get the rare quarters out of it, mm-hmm. you know, and then having them re-alphabetize his vinyl records and stuff mm-hmm. like that, so.
0: Yeah, I, but for, I don't know, there was just something about this season that seemed, I don't really want to say, like, more sincere, because it's not that he wasn't sincere past seasons and past moments, but there was just... I don't know. Something about it just kind of hit different.
1: Or is it more or less because the kids are now, well, now no longer staying kids as they are and start, like, especially Lily, she's she's knocking on the door to 18 mm-hmm. in this season, or yeah, pretty close. You know, Jimmy's making that from, you know, preteen to teen and all that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then you, well, then you, I'm trying, to, then Henry. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, Henry was heat. Was he kind of more, a little more sparse in this season than normal?
0: I think so. And I thought I had read uh, earlier that the actor that played him, like, had moved, like, his family moved back home. So he wasn't in it as much. And originally, I thought I read that season three was the last time he was featured.
1: Yeah, because it was between season four and five that his family moved back east, so he wasn't Mm -hmm. able to to be in at all in season five. I think they only reference him once or twice throughout that season in season five, but that's next one.
0: Yep. Yeah. So when I, when I had read about that, I must've misread it and read it as season three. I'm a strong reader. It happens. I think you might be right though, just because with the kids getting older and stuff, their, their problems are different and require a different approach. So yeah, I still liked, okay. Like with Lily, One thing I had written down um, from episode 10, she gets her school pictures back and they're terrible. And she's getting ready to burn her school pictures. And Eddie walks in and he's like, oh, what are you doing? And she's like, she shows it to him. And he just holds it up and he's looking at it and just slowly brings a lighter up to start lighting it on fire. She's like, no, no, that's not what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to tell me it's fine. It's going to be fine. And he's like, well... But if not, <laughs> and I, and I love that, you know, he doesn't play into her fishing for compliments, support, or anything like that. He still provides it just in his own eddy way.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, the it's a simple fact that, no, it is, it's, it the picture is as bad as you think it is. It's just the outcome that you think it is, isn't as bad as it's going to, as you think it's going to be.
0: Mm-hmm. So that's my my take on Eddie and Lily for this season. In a nutshell, I'm sure there'll be more that'll pop up as we go along. But what about you? Anything really stand out character-wise or
1: storyline episode? As far as character goes, I was actually really amazed and happy with some of the guest stars in this.
0: Yeah, a lot of good guest stars this season.
1: Um, I want to specifically point out well, there was Danny uh, I can't even say his last. Danny name. Trejo. Dan, Danny Trejo. I mean, anytime you've got him in something, just sign me up. I'll watch it.
0: Right. Love him.
1: But it was uh, Kevin McDonald was one of them.
0: Mhm. Dave Foley.
1: Dave Foley, and then do you remember what the third one is? Because I don't remember. I put it down. Uh,
0: I don't, and I swear to God, I like had just read all the guest stars of this season, but they did have a lot of good ones.
1: Yeah. Well, those three guys, not Danny, but the the third one, I can't remember. And I know it's in this plethora of notes I've got around here in here, but they were all obviously in kids from the hall. Mm -hmm. And the reason they were in some of these episodes, um, was because one of the directors that, that directed this particular season directed Kids in the Hall as well and they needed some guest stars. And these guys really like that director. So they were more than happy to come in and, and be guest stars for this season. So that's kind of how they that's why you saw those three and it was like, wait, don't they it can't be some coincidence coincidence that three guys from Kids in the Hall is in this. So I, I did a little dig and yeah it turns out the director directed Kids in the Hall. And so he came and directed some of these episodes and asked them to be in it. And they said absolutely so
0: that's awesome i didn't know that there was like yeah like a a reason that they would be guest starring. so i always just kind of assume stuff like that like whenever there's a guest star on a sitcom or any show i i always just kind of assume that either the guest star is just a fan of the show or friends of cast or crew
1: yeah that's pretty much what it is a lot of times but the director's name is John Blanchard. That's that was the guy's, the director that directed the episodes. I mean, he directed pretty much almost all of them for this season. But there are a few guest directors too. So, cool. But I guess I guess the only thing I mean, I guess to maybe kind of brew through some of these uh breeze Three. Oh my gosh! Come on, <laughs> I need another beer. is probably yeah. What there I mean. you go. <laughs> but um, is like we talked about at the beginning that you don't have to really watch episode by episode for a plot device. It seems like the only time, if any, it's like the first episode in the last episode, like Mm -hmm. there's some sort of little plot thing that they do just to, well, maybe you want, might want to see what happens next season. And that's pretty much it. So Mm -hmm. I don't know if you kind of want to go into that next with this, where at the end of season three, we got done that Claudia, not Claudia. Lily gave up her virginity to Brad and got caught, not during, but after by Claudia. And it seems like everybody in the world knows, except for Sean. Yep.
0: Sean finds out through Brad's dad, Mr. O'Keefe mentioned something and there everyone's all afraid of Sean and his temper. And then that was kind of it, you know, in those first two episodes, Sean handles it. He deals with it. And then that's, and then that's it.
1: Well, I think it was more or less the fact that he was pissed off that Claudia knew Mm -hmm. and didn't tell him
0: everybody. Yeah. Claudia, Eddie, like you said, everyone knew, but then later in the season, a couple episodes later, we get like a, they, they decide to have the O'Keeffe's over for like a dinner party now that the kids are finally date are officially dating and everything. And, Come to find out that Sean wasn't the last one to know. Connie O'Keefe Bradma was the last yep. one to know, and what a way to find out! Oh, and the way those families clash at the dinner table, and then Claudia goes over to try and make amends, but Connie's still all fired up about it, and Claudia ends up throwing a cake at him because <laughs> those finities really know how to handle their temper.
1: Yeah. Yeah, everybody gets, uh, or she always gets on Sean about how he handles things. So Claudia doesn't fare much better some of these episodes.
0: Not really. Maybe she's got a longer uh, fuse of, of patience than, than Sean does. But when she, when she blows, she blows. So when she's when she's mad, she goes off. I had actually realized as we were getting ready to record that this season being 28 episodes, I thought I had watched all 28. I watched all 25 so I did not catch anything that happened in the last episode. So if you would like to fill us in a little bit, what was like the thing that happened in the season finale that's going to make us want to tune in for season five?
1: So I don't know if if you saw it in the ones that you saw. I can't remember when exactly she comes in, but Lana, uh, Brad's, and I put this in air quotes, space camp girlfriend, actually shows up in the show. Played oh. by uh what's her name? Uh Mila Kunis from oh. 70 show. Yeah. So I don't know if you saw I, I thought she came in a little earlier than those than the three episodes, but maybe not. Uh but yeah, she actually shows up to see uh to see Brad because her I think it's her grandmother or somebody is not doing too well or some family thing up in New York. Mm-hmm. So she comes and visits Brad one day. And Lily actually meets her in the driveway or out front of Brad's house. So what winds up happening is they get into a fight about what they're going to do over the summer. I forget what exactly Lily wants, wants to do, but Brad still wants to go to space camp. He's done it every year for years. Well, they blow up about it and she pisses Brad off to the point where he actually decides, well, screw it, I'm now I'm going to definitely go to space camp and spoiler i guess alert mm-hmm. uh brad uh, you, the last scene of the of the of the of the season is is brad's on the bus and lily goes to stop him to get him to come off so that they can spend the summer together before college and brad decides it's too late i'm, I'm going and um lana pops her head out of the window and she goes don't worry i'll take good care of him." And then the bus drives off, and that's pretty much the end of this this the season.
0: Ooh Rama. Oh no. Hearing you describe it, I think I remember watching it way back when. But yeah, I did not because I don't think like Mila does not make any appearance in this season in any of the in any uh in episodes one through twenty-five, the ones that I managed to watch. So she must have just popped in
1: for that last one. Yeah, it, at least the last two. It may have been even the last three. I thought I could have. I could have. Well, I could yeah. say I could have swore, but we saw how that worked out with my memory of Dexter. So.
0: <laughs> but you know, we kind of did see throughout the season with Lily and Brad. You know, Lily needing Lily had to learn not to take Brad for granted. You know, yes. she always thought that he was always gonna love her, always gonna worship her, always be there, and she was gonna be able to kind of more or less do whatever she wanted and you kind of see that a little bit where she's concerned she doesn't and and i think that's part of the reason why she becomes a bit more accepting of his dorkiness and everything because she doesn't want to lose brad doesn't want to push him away because even at one point claudia you know told her she's like well a person can only take so much abuse yep. and lily's like even brad and claudia's like yes even brad <laughs>
1: Well, that happened pretty early in the season, too. I think it was the third or fourth episode where uh, Brad even notices that Lily's embarrassed to even be seen with him in public.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, she hasn't come out like she hadn't made it uh, official uh, publicly or anything that her and Brad were together. So she hadn't told anyone at school and and anything like that. But she did by the end of the episode because he's getting so bullied and everything. So she comes around. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there was like the, oh, it was like the dinner party with uh, Dean and his girlfriend. You know, Brad gets upset because he thinks Lily still has feelings for Dean. And Mm -hmm. he, he has this kind of nice moment where he like calls her out on her, on everything. Like they're in, they're hiding out in Jimmy's tent in the backyard. And I was really proud of Brad, proud of Brad for really kind of standing up for himself and being like you know you can't treat me like this anymore and I have feelings and you know be nice to me
1: <laughs> so I was like good for Brad yeah I was gonna say I, I feel like this season was pretty much all about Brad and Lily is as, as more than anything else it doesn't seem like the you know Sean and Claudia have a whole lot of I don't want to say storyline but a whole lot of you Know, like, it's always Sean doing something stupid and needing to mm-hmm. get out of it. It doesn't seem like that's necessarily the case this season. It seems to be the story for what there is one is always about Brad and Lily. So,
0: I have to agree because there was a whole hell of a lot of Brad and Lily. And once again, just love Brad, uh, love that actor, Brad Harris- Harrison. And yes. he's even in the show that that young, great physical actor with his exaggerated, uh, body movements and everything. So it was all, so it's always nice to get more Brad. <laughs> I would, but yeah, I would agree. Cause you know, Claudia in this season, she's, she's going back to college and Sean is just trying to keep the, the bar afloat, you know, a couple episodes here and there, we get how it's maybe not doing so well. They just need another six months. But Claudia has been hearing that for the last six months plus. Yeah. But yeah, nothing, nothing major hygiene fee. Well,
1: they had the strippers, the one, the the one episode, but that was where they hired the strippers for the bar to bring in revenue, which apparently seemed to work. So, Mm -hmm.
0: and then all I could think about was zoning.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I'm
0: like, well, of course these parents and teachers have a right to be upset about it. I mean, it's, there's, there's zoning laws for these kinds of things.
1: I would just so hire strippers but who knows new york lawless yeah. land yeah i was gonna say new york I, <laughs> who knows well you're not on the upper west side you're just on the west side it's literally across the street you know
0: here in the midwest we have standards damn it do we <laughs> uh, i think somewhere i don't uh, know what they
1: are uh, probably at the bottom of some bottle or something like that here in the it's midwest at the
0: bottom. <laughs> yep it's at the bottom of a bottle of Corbel. <laughs>
1: absolutely here
0: (laughs) yeah not a whole hell of a lot like we do get a few things with claudia and sean like they try and have a couple's date massage at the house which was gutsy just knowing how their family is running in and ruining everything
1: all right i gotta tell you couples massages i don't know they're not my thing
0: have you done a couple, have you guys done a couple's massage? We have.
1: And <laughs> no. I'm not a huge fan. I'll put it that way. Like it's not the world's worst feeling in the world, but it it's just goddamn awkward.
0: I could definitely see that, you know, because we kind of see that with Sean, you know, he's first, and then, and then in that episode, he comes out and admits that he's a little homophobic. Because he doesn't want the man to give him the massage. So then they switch because there's a a male masseuse and a female masseuse and the females doing Claudia. So then they switch. So Sean can feel a bit more comfortable and he acknowledges how ridiculous he's being. Yeah. Then the male masseuse starts massaging Claudia and she's moaning and groaning and that makes him uncomfortable. And then I can completely understand. You got another man, another person making your wife, your partner, make all those moany. Oh, feel good. Sounds. (laughs) So a lot of back and forth switching around with the, with the masseuse, masseusers, masseurs,
1: masseuses, masseuses,
0: massagers.
1: Yeah. No, yeah. We'll go with that one. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So there was, they did have that little scenario. Uh, Claudia gets busted cheating on a paper for college and Sean gives her a whole mess of shit. Ugh. Oh, and then Sean outs, uh, the O'Keefe's Mr. O'Keefe's affair on accident.
1: Yeah. It wasn't that he just straight up said, O'Keeffe's oh, having an affair. It was somebody got caught in a lie yep. and Sean was too obl- oblivious to know what the hell was actually going on before he kind of hammered it home down.
0: He was just really happy that he beat o'keefe in a game of tennis finally after all these various tennis
1: matches well plus it plus it was o'keefe was had a ranking and was being professionally trained and all that so but yeah and i liked i
0: did i I felt bad for him throughout that episode because everyone kept blaming sean because sean was the one that accidentally outed the the secret yeah but he's just like this isn't my fault like, I wasn't the one that had the affair. Kind of like, what the fuck? Yeah. Why do I keep getting yelled at? And I'm like, yeah, why do you keep yelling at
1: Sean? And I always thought that was weird that I've I, somebody, like, if I say something, I get a lot of people that call me the asshole and I say, well, am I the asshole because I said it? Or am I the asshole because I said it? And then it's true. Like, it's one thing to say something, but it's another if 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 it's true. Like, yeah, it may be a dick move, but. Most of the time it's on their actions that would make it true or something that they did that make it uncomfortable. It's not that I get it.
0: Yeah, I think it's just the act of kind of calling it out and bringing it to light does kind of make you the asshole because you're the one that brought it. You're the one that, you know what I mean? Like whether you were the one that did the thing because you were the one that brought it up or made a comment about it, you're the one that put it out there for everyone to hear and know about. So right or wrong, that makes you
1: the asshole, apparently. Yeah, I, and I and I don't necessarily agree with that. It's, it's, but no. I mean, that's my personal, yeah, I was, I was going to say, it's kind of my, I mean, it may not have been nice, don't get me wrong, it may not have been the, and it may not have been the most tactful way or whatever, but the fact still remains, hey, if you cheated on your wife, and so, and somebody kind of outs it, well, That's on you, buddy. I didn't have anything to do with it. Yep. So that but one I be- thought was kind of funny, yeah. And I was gonna say to put a little cherry on top of that one though, the O'Keeffe's do wind up getting back together a few episodes later. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so they all they work it out, and and it wasn't like O'Keefe, Mister O'Keefe was all you know, well you know you you didn't never did this or you never did that for me. He was a, completely knew he was wrong and apologetic. and He felt bad. His character felt bad, like from the onset, and was miserable and all that. So mm-hmm.
0: yeah. I felt really bad for Brad during all of that. I thought Brett Harrison did a really good job with acting out like that, you know, that scenario and everything and taking it all out on the the green, not gray alien pinata.
1: I can't believe he screwed that up. (laughs) Green, not gray, what the hell?
0: And I was and again proud of Lily because she put that all together. She told Sean, her dad right away that the alien pinata was the wrong color. And (laughs) So she, she was trying for Brad. I don't know. Nothing else really stands out when it comes to Claudia
1: and Sean. Uh, I guess the only other thing is, you know, and because I'm guilty of this. I'll, <laughs> I'll be the first to raise my hand that he forgot to give her the message that the room got changed for her. Was it her midterm? I think her final her, her final. Okay. Her final then. Uh Yeah. That the room got changed and he forgot to give her the. The message. So mm-hmm. what do you, so because I am one hundred percent guilty of this because I've done this where I forgot to give my wife the message. And so I wrote it down on something else and then threw it somewhere and and said, oh when must have took it when I opened the door or something? and i've I've actually done that.
0: That is awesome and hilarious, and I'm not even like a lot of surprised
1: yeah, I wouldn't <laughs> be either. But I didn't get caught. I did not get caught, though.
0: Well, that's good. Now you've outed yourself. We'll make sure she listens to this episode uh, specifically. I'll I'll time stamp it, and I'll text her when it airs.
1: <laughs> yeah, you go right ahead, because if it ain't got Ryan Reynolds or Vin Diesel in it, she ain't really giving a whole lot of look anyway, so it doesn't matter. But yeah, the only <laughs> way he got outed is because he wrote it on a receipt that was dated for like three days after.
0: Yeah, it was and like that day. Days. It was like yeah. a receipt he pulled out of his pocket, and- Really, I thought the plan was genius. An an Uncle Eddie plan. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's fucking brilliant. And, but no, Sean had to go fuck it up and write it on a receipt from that day. So close. But the same method applied to uh, Jimmy and the phone bill because Jimmy decided to call a 976 number on the advice of some dumb friend of his that he needs to (laughs) stop listening to
1: can I ask real quick, do those still exist?
0: I don't, I really have no idea. I think they do. Cause I think there are still commercials, you know? Oh, lonely singles in your area still pop up late at night. What's a commercial?
1: What's a commercial? Um, got, my kids, got DVR now. I haven't seen a commercial in I don't know how many years.
0: My kids call them ads and you know, <laughs> cause they watch YouTube. And so it's, you know, skip the ad. And I'm like, well, the, the original name is commercials. And they're like, oh, that's so dumb. You're so old. And then they're called ads.
1: Yeah. Short for advertisements, which are commercials.
0: Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. So I think they do. No idea if the first first two minutes are still free or what the going rate is. But I feel like something like that just can't sustain in the world of with all the internet and free porn and yeah. all the porn sites in the world i can't imagine that that's still
1: well especially now i re- not i'm not going to go off on too much of a tangent here i'm just going to bring this up real quick though but apparently with only fans being a huge thing right now which i learned about like i don't know three weeks ago i didn't know what the hell it was i mean uh-huh. i've heard of it but i was like whatever it's probably sure. some it's probably some grinder, whatever thing that people do. I don't know, <laughs> but I finally figured out what it is, and it's it's more of like a I don't want to say one-on-one thing, but like they really go in depth with individuals. I'll put it that way. Okay. And then so it's like more of a personal connection then at that point, instead of just you know going to Pornhub or something like that and just watching something. Gotcha. Hmm. So anyway, I'm done with that. I, I watched it. I watched a couple of YouTube things on the OnlyFans Fans documentary stuff. So because sure. I had no idea what the hell was going on.
0: And you had to educate yourself. You did your own research. Good job.
1: Yep. <laughs> and I took it from multiple sources too. Now I'm thinking now I'm thinking about getting a couple of accounts there just to see for myself what actually goes on, you know, Ab- just strictly absolutely. Research. You know, like, strictly
0: yeah, that, yeah, you gotta, you gotta know it all. Right. Make informed, you know, to to stay informed and make informed decisions.
1: Can I write that off as an education expense?
0: Yes. Would I be able to write it off as a business expense?
1: Yeah. (laughs) But how did they wind up manipulating that bill anyway? Because you said something about using a marker, but your bill, the next month's bill is going to come back reflecting it still anyway. Mm -hmm. So I didn't understand that
0: know how they fudged the bill and then the fact that they got so they got the original bill and then two notices and so in my mind i'm thinking like oh this was this episode takes place over the course of like a couple of months a couple of billing cycles is what i'm going off of but when claudia finds quote finds the original bill which has now been doctored by uh, eddie and jimmy she says, I think like, oh, this was due a month ago. I was like, okay, so you don't go, so you go like two, so you go two weeks past your due date. This is where my mind went because I'm an old lady now, but I'm like, so you're two weeks past your due date. And then they then they send a notice and then a final notice in those last two weeks. I was like, damn, the phone company really was not fucking around back then, I guess. I don't know why I thought too much, so much about it, but Anyways. Yeah. After about a month, they were about to get their phone shut off and no clue what they were able to do. Cause I was like, well, if they took off the amount that was owed, that came from the nine, seven, six number, they're not going to end up paying the bill in full. And they're still going to have an outstanding balance, which could still cause their phone to get shut off in a month or two. If they don't pay that previous month's balance.
1: Yeah. That's what didn't make any sense to me. Is like okay, so you've delayed the inevitable for a month,
0: maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I,
1: I, I don't know. It just didn't. I, that's why I was like, what, what's he gonna change on this, that, that's gonna make the problem essentially go away, but it instead of just resurfacing a month or two later.
0: No clue, but that's you know that's why you don't shouldn't think too hard with sitcoms because when you start thinking too hard and reading too much into things, you start finding all these little holes. Oh, so um, I got a
1: so I got a little side note here for this particular that so I was watching the the commentary. And apparently, so do you remember, I think it was either last season or in season two where I hate to go back, but th- they said it in this commentary because it was a sex number. And hen when uh, Sean and Claudia were talking to Henry about sex, right? Mm-hmm. So apparently, when his parents, Henry's parents, actual le- real parents read that script, they originally had a problem with it. Do you know why? Hmm. Because they were talking about how the tooth fairy wasn't real. They had nothing, they had no problem with the sex talk. They had a problem with the outing the tooth fairy. Oh No way. So I thought that was like, what?
0: Interesting. Weird as a parent, you know, it's like, you we, we maintain certain lies for so many years, but then either okay or not okay with real life things.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, me and Virginia had, had a, had a talk about, well, okay. Are we really going to do the whole Santa Claus uh, tooth fairy thing if we ever have kids and we're kind of on a divided line, not between us, but like, well, we do understand the fun and all that. the magic of it for a kid but it's also like well do you really want to start putting in crap like that in their head so young too because I mean there's enough fantasy and stuff out there that you can teach them that you don't need to sit there it doesn't need to be coming from their parents I don't I don't know I'm not saying there's a right or wrong way I'm just it was something that we talked about and I kind of thought about too
0: yeah I would definitely say that you know, cause Tim and I had plenty of those kind of conversations before we had kids. And then once they're there, it it's a, it's a game change, such a game changer because it isn't with something like Santa Claus, for example, you're not just, you know, you may choose not to have your kid believe in Santa Claus and that's fine, but then you also have to kind of teach your kid not to shit on it to their friends and to the other kid and ruin it, ruining it that way. And or having your kid maybe feeling left out because everyone else is getting to experience this magic Christmas magic, so to speak, and they're stuck with reality, which sucks. <laughs> so See, it's it's I mean it's a conversation, absolutely. But I think it's the conversation shifts a little once that third human is present. I think.
1: All right. I yeah, that's definitely. A, I think it's a definite conversation i'd like to have for another day because i like i said i still don't know how i would handle all that yet but
0: yeah i mean for us like christmas specifically it was never an issue of it was never a conversation of whether or not would we do it or would we not uh christmas it was always just kind of before we had kids we didn't decorate didn't put christmas stuff up really because tim's like well once we have kids you know we're going to end up going kind of all in on that stuff. And every year I've gotten a little crazier and crazier with my mm-hmm. Christmas spirit and this year. I just went, I went overboard. And as soon as Christmas was done, I, I like Christmas crash for like three days. I was exhausted. I was depressed. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that was a lot of work. All that joy. <laughs> I mean,
1: I get, I get the fun that it is for kids as well for the parents too. You know, there's the whole pageantry of it, you know the fun Mm -hmm. and excitement, the joy in the kid's eyes and and the awe and wonder. I I, I totally get all that. So it's,
0: yeah. And for us too, especially in more recent years, we've also decided that um, the Santa gifts aren't going to be the big ticket items. You know Uh, I had kind of read something that helped put things in perspective that, you know, lower income families where the kids wishing for that Nintendo switch from Santa, but doesn't get it you know, either from Santa or from mom and dad from their family kind of start, you know, goes back to school. And it's like all their other friends who come from maybe more financially secure homes, you know, Santa came through with all their big expensive gifts. So it's kind of like makes that kid, you know, those kids kind of feel bad.
1: Well, I never thought about that.
0: I never thought about that either until like a few years ago. And I was like, fuck, that's a really good point. So I talked to Tim about it and we've, I was like, why, why can't we get all the accolades, you know? still our fucking money
1: and like (laughs) i
0: want the props for buying the expensive thing so we kind of split it down the middle between what santa gets them and what we get them in terms of the higher higher end stuff but we don't want them to you know at some at some point you know go back to school and be like oh santa got me this and it was super dope and blah 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 we know these things are really expensive and inadvertently making someone else feel bad i know my kids don't want that um we don't want that. And just to maybe kind of keep them a, a smidge more humble.
1: No, you know, I, like I totally that. understand. That's that. I never thought about it like that. So.
0: But we don't do Easter because Easter, there is no Easter bunny. They get candy from us.
1: Yeah. I had, I had a Kit Kat for, for breakfast. So I'm an adult. I can do that.
0: <laughs> Hell yeah. Like a full Kit Kat with the four, like a regular size Kit Kat. Like no, nah, they were just size. a couple.
1: They were just a couple fun size, some to help wash down my beer with since I only woke up like oh, a yeah. couple, like an hour and a half ago.
0: A nice beer and chocolate pairing, tasting tonight.
1: I've made a, a beer float once. Don't ever do that. That was Ew. not a good idea. Yeah, it did did not work. Ew. Well, I figured root yeah, beer, it's... root beer float, beer floats got to be way better. No. No. No, it's really not.
0: I'm sorry you went through that. <laughs>
1: yeah. I wasn't going to waste the beer so I finished it like a champ anywho
0: um I'm trying
1: to think if there was anything
0: else just a lot of fun episodes a lot of fun lines and moments um you know as we mentioned with the strippers the boys hiring the strippers for the bar and like initially like Claudia has a problem with strippers in her house But when she sits down and starts talking to him and I was like, oh God, they're just working moms. They're just working women trying to make ends meet. And she starts to sympathize with them. I thought, good for you, Claudia.
1: Can I just say that that the son of one of the strippers that guy that kid is funny. I hope he has a Mm -hmm. long career because that kid was absolutely, especially trying to describe to Jimmy what his mom does for a living. Uh Uh-huh. And he's like, Are you dead? or something to like, Are you dense? She takes her clothes off for money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he said, like, he had to explain it eight times. And it's just, oh, it was hilarious. That kid, and he's, he's been in what, three or four episodes this season? And
0: yeah, he was he actually
1: was- in one of the ones either last season or season two as well.
0: Yeah, he's been, yeah, he was in a good handful of them this season. He's hilarious. He's much better than henry's little friend ryan and Ugh. his uh, right i just wanted to punch that kid and his dad
1: that was season three though right so we're gonna have to yes. talk about him. okay yes. thank god
0: Yes, that's still season three so Ugh. yeah ryan like his his family raises them with you know choices and they don't yell and they respect each other blah 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 and sean something like well we yell in our family and I'm just like, yelling is effective and it has worked for millions of years. This no yelling at your kid. Like, don't get me wrong. Talk to your children, have the conversations. But sometimes some good old fashioned yelling is just what you need to drive that point home that they need to fear you and get your shit done.
1: Yeah, I agree. I I feel like if you, there's an age where I, I don't wanna, I, I was spanked growing up, you know, whatever. But it wasn't like when I was 16, I got spanked. There was a certain age where, you know, you at a really young age, you can't reason with them. You can't explain it to them, as far as I'm concerned. Maybe, maybe you can. You know, kids develop at different ages and whatever. But so you can't. I mean, I can't logically explain to some six-year-old why, you know, stealing something from somebody or stealing from a store is necessarily wrong. So sometimes you got to take them home, spank them, but you know, once they're like 10 or 11 and you can start to maybe ration with them and stuff like that. Yeah. Spanking is no longer needed. You can actually sit there and explain it to them. Still, they need to be punished, grounded, whatever, but that, that's kind of my idea about the whole thing. Like early age, probably up until maybe six, seven spankings. And then, and then after that, you're going to have to kind of play it by ear.
0: Yeah. We, we don't, we we don't and I think I think actually Tim has spanked Lee once. And Lee and that's because Lee's far more stubborn and harder to break than Ross.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He had just kind of hit his limit and makes you wonder where Lee gets his stubbornness from.
1: But I blame you. <laughs> not me.
0: But so Lee got it once. Uh they can And he did end up having a conversation about it a little later about as well, uh, you know, good of enough conversation as you can have with like a five-year-old at that time. I think he was like five and it was just one whack. Lee still remembers it. And we haven't had that issue since now. I don't condone spanking. Uh, I grew up, my mom spanked me. So I'm not, it's not our go-to. And I've, and I've explained to the kids that, It's not something that we want to do or feel that we should have to do and that we'll always try and find other means to kind of get it through their heads, you know, conversations, yelling, whatever it may be. I'm like, but you have to understand that if it gets to spanking, if it gets to the point where one of you gets a spanking, it's really, 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 really bad. Either what you did or not listening, but it's never going to be our straightforward go-to. And then we'll always have a conversation about it. Uh, Ross tends to be a little bit more cautious with things. So I'm not that worried about Ross yet. He's on the verge of, he's going to be entering double digits this year. So he's just kind of starting to approach the teen age. So we'll see what happens. And maybe we just need to box at that point or something, but.
1: <laughs> yeah. Good luck with that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Anything else like we only get a couple episodes of Walt this season.
1: I was just gonna say, speaking of spankings and someone who likes to dole them out. <laughs> and not only that, I to round this in with another point, I think that, that 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 kid that makes a guest appearance a handful of times is actually in the series or in this season more than Walt is.
0: Yes. I think you are correct. Or at least
1: high or at least tied because i think walt's only two the two that come in into my mind is the one where i forget the actual plot or whatever brings it up but that walt has buried his cat in claudia's plot on the family in the family cemetery or what Mm -hmm. have you the family area so he's in that one but the one i've got up and ready is is the one where they talk about abstinence at school yes the abstinent pledges and plus anytime we can talk about sister helen i i'm all about that so
0: yeah yeah and she wasn't she wasn't in this season a whole hell of a lot but she was still in it phil would have liked to see a bit more of her because i can't oh, absolutely. Enough of Sister
1: absolutely oh she uh, probably one of one of my favorite guest appearances and i put guest because She's obviously not in every episode, so mm-hmm.
0: the best reoccurring character.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: yeah. So in that episode with the abstinence pledge, because then we also find out that Eddie was born a lefty, and that was some huge shame thing. so Walt and it still is. Mrs. Finity raised him as a righty. So what? okay, Ross is a lefty. uh Tim's dad is a lefty. So we always had that lefty support coming from Tim's dad. But my family is stuck somewhere in the 19. I don't know what the fuck, because they're just like, always would give him shit about using his left hand. Oh no, you need to use your right. I'm just like, stop. Who gives a fuck? So I don't, other than making the person's life a little easier in a right dominated world, what is the push for being anti-lefties?
1: So a lot of it had to do with with religious convictions back way, and I when I say way back in the day, this was something that didn't start just in the 1950s or even early 1900s. This has been going on for hundreds of years. No way. Yeah, it, it was, I forget what, I, I could look it up, but it'd take me a while. I had it written down somewhere before for different reasons. But yeah, it's something that it has to deal with that it's ungodly to write with your left hand or be left hand dominant is what it is. And so they try to, so in Catholic schools and all that stuff, anytime they caught a student writing with their left hand, they would beat the shit out of it with a with a yardstick or a ruler and, sm- and, and beat it out of them.
0: So fucked up.
1: For being left handed, yes.
0: Oh my God.
1: Religion just rules everything. Well, not only that, but apparently it ruins sex. Because apparently now Gwen Stefani can't have sex. Gwen Stefani can't
0: have sex. What am I? What references am I missing? Was that from that the
1: was, episode? That was from the episode because Brad got mad that Lily signed signed the abstinence pledge, and she said, "I signed it, Gwen Stefani."
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah,
1: yeah. Sorry,
0: <laughs> I forgot about that. I did write it down, but yeah, she she just signed it. Brad takes it like super serious, oh. and sean takes this opportunity and runs with it to to try and get them to stop having sex in his house
1: yes which don't get me wrong as a as a father i wouldn't want let a, mm-hmm. not my son to have sex in my house but let alone my daughter of all people too mm-hmm. like uh i i get it i get it
0: yeah because i think earlier i think it was this season i think it was uh I don't remember if it was Sean or Claudia, but tells them, like, just go sneaking around and you know in the cars and parking lots, you know, like a decent teenager or Yeah, behind the
1: bowling alley.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Cause then Brad's like, Yeah, Lily, you want to go bowling? <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, I oh, love that romance. <laughs> Brad. Oh, that Brad. What a cutie. But yeah, so they signed the Abstinence Pledge. Sean's using it uh to his full advantage over Brad. Um, by just being like, oh, you signed it. It's it's church law and starts to backfire because then, you know, Lily finds out what Sean's doing and decides that she will say yes to Brad proposing. I have written down a stubborn off between Sean and Lily. And right after I wrote that, Claudia's like, she's you. You two are both stubborn. You're going to keep, you keep pushing this way. You're going to push her right into his arms and young parenthood and everything. And I just love it when those two, when Sean and Lily are kind of facing off and they're just like yelling at each other, just upping that ante of like, oh yeah, well done, we'll fine. Cause then I'll do this. And
1: yeah, Lily's got me. her own, Lily's got her own little frustrated scream, but Sean's <laughs> isn't much better either. No.
0: And then with his longer hair, and as he gets more dramatic with everything and his hair flopping around, just kind of adds to it. So I, I love that they play into that. And I just love it when those two actors just start going at it, because you just, they really give you that feeling of two people cut from the same cloth, you know, father, daughter, both stubborn as hell. And will never wanting to back down. So true to life. Yeah, so Walt's in that episode as well and comes clean about Eddie being born a lefty and how they fixed it, fixed by the nuns. So, yep, there you go, beat by nuns. And at one point I've written down, Walt says, well, I never beat you for that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so,
0: spanking and everything.
1: <laughs> yeah, I remember my dad spanked me one day when I was real little and he just out of the blue spanked me I said what was that for he goes you did this I said no I didn't I wasn't even here he goes well then it's for all the stuff you didn't get caught for (laughs) (laughs) yep I was like all right
0: well played uh
1: Walt I don't know what the conversation was my only note is is that Walt calls underwear undershorts Mm -hmm. I've never that is such an old-timey thing to say
0: yes Oh yeah cuz then we also like in the be- like very beginning of the episode they're folding laundry and they find Brad's underwear. In That's their what laundry, it was. And they know that it's Brad's underwear because it has "Property of Brad" written in his
1: underwear. See, in the military you had to write your name on every article of clothing you had. But you didn't have to write property of. you just had to put your name or last name or something something that you identified the rest of your clothes with so you could sit there and say hey someone stole this but
0: and that makes sense you know in the in the military setting but Brad as an only child
1: <laughs> and he's not as big as his dad so it's not like mom's getting that stuff confused
0: mhm no so what a delightful adorable weirdo
1: but Walt uh says something here that I while I think is funny but there's another there's somebody else who signed the abstinent pledge too and that was Jimmy Oh, yeah. And I remember Walt talking to Jimmy about all the special time alone time he spends in the bathroom, and Walt goes, abstinence is abstinence no matter how few are involved. Yep. <laughs> and I thought that was, it was very well said, but it's like, all right, now, not only is he not doing this with anybody, now I can't even do it with himself. This is ridiculous now. But that's another thing that they teach, though, too, in, in. In most, well, I shouldn't say most, but in, in the Catholic church and stuff like that. I mean, I don't know if you're a Monty Python fan at all, but you're, have you ever seen uh, Meaning of Life?
0: Not recently. All
1: right. Well, there's a, there's even a song in there that talks about how every sperm is sacred and every sperm is great <laughs> or good. And you're not allowed to even masturbate because if you waste it, God gets mighty irate.
0: Well, I mean, pro-lifers, I mean, that's that's life, right?
1: little spermies it it depends (laughs) on which ones you talk to they they are pretty much all over the place when it comes to that yeah but once conception is the second conception is is happening that's life no matter what now before that they get a little the men would argue that no sperm is not life because obviously they don't want to stop whatever i don't know what i mean i know we can say whatever on this podcast i'm just trying to keep it (laughs) semi clean <laughs> don't get used to it I know that's not something you're, used you're really to.
0: struggling it's alright you, can... <laughs> you know back talking about Jimmy I did kind of feel bad for Jimmy this season because he just kind of kept getting shit on uh, I don't remember exactly which episode it was maybe it was not the abstinence one but it was something and something like Lily had done or was going to do and they keep getting everyone keeps getting upset by it, and then Jimmy happens to walk into the room, and next thing you know, like Sean's yelling at him, like, "Yeah, I'm watching you, buddy." And J- Jimmy's just like, "I didn't do anything."
1: Oh yeah.
0: So there's oh, so there's that? like a lot of those kind of moments where Jimmy just kind of happens into a situation and ends up getting shit on, and then there's just like his storylines where he's just that awkward, horny teenager. And, you know, props to Uncle Eddie for trying to teach Jimmy to, you know, just study the woman, read the woman, and don't just go diving headfirst for the bra. And then you seem like a mm. fucking weirdo. But Jimmy goes straight for the bra and makes it all weird and everything. And he's trying so hard to try and get a girlfriend. and But there really, really wasn't anything going on with jimmy this season well, there was the
1: episode get... wasn't wasn't there the episode where he was a kleptomaniac last season was that last year i swear it was this season
0: yep because we talked about last time we recorded because then i think that led into a conversation about one of the posters or t-shirts and that it was an actual band
1: oh you might be right
0: um but i had noticed you know that Uncle Eddie in a couple of scenes was wearing a shirt that says the dirt bomb. So I Googled them and they're an actual band. Um, yep.
1: It, I think it's his one of his buddies' bands, is what it is. And he's just trying to promote them.
0: Yeah, that's kind of that was kind of the gist that I got. I only did a real quick Google search, but so I was like, that's kind of cool that they would sprinkle those things in throughout the series. But
1: but uh, I, I think, that, but that's any show. That's yeah, literally almost any show. That like is if true. if you're really looking for it or you're really paying attention. I mean, every for the most part, nobody's putting on a shirt in any show just to put on a shirt. Like if it's got words on it, you know, somebody's picked it out for some damn reason.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, no, you're absolutely. That is true. You're absolutely right on that one. Um, You said you had more music rantings. Well, than- there's
1: one in particular <laughs> that they made an episode about And uh, let me just see if I can find it here. Uh, It was an episode where um, Claudia has got a lot of work to do, but doesn't have the time to take care of everything. So she's looking for a babysitter, but she asked Sean to, to come home early from the bar to watch the kids, but he says he can't. Because he wanted to go to a, and I'm trying to find the damn episode here. Oh,
0: yeah, that
1: one. Okay. Yep. Yep. Oh, uh, where the hell is it?
0: Episode 12. Because
1: that's the one with Danny Trejo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's the one with the bodyguard. So, yeah. So Claudia asked Sean to come home early, but he wants to go see the Sex Pistols, which, oh my God, you're better <laughs> off listening to your screaming kids than the Sex Pistols. It was the first thing I thought of. I was like, fuck that.
0: Man, as soon as they mentioned the Sex Pistols, I just started giggling because I was like, "Ooh, what's Josh gonna have to
1: say yeah. about them?" <laughs> I'd, r- I'd rather listen to the Screaming Kids than the Sex Pistols.
0: Yeah, because he just really had to go and get spit on by by Johnny Rotten. Because that. Yeah. Yeah, because um, yeah, Sean needs to see the Sex Pistols. uh Claudia has to study,
1: but then it actually winds up parting at either a frat or sorority and catches lily there too as well
0: yep just in the dorms because claudia tried to study in the dorms dorms, yep with her study group and they're being all there was a party in the hallway or just in the building and she's like well i'm gonna go tell them to be quiet next thing you know she's downing jello shots and then bumps into lily and you know what and i thought good for claudia she's getting a bit of that college experience you know yeah should be studying but you're gonna party instead
1: now, granted, it was the Sex Pistols, though. Like, if Virginia said, Hey, I got to work late. Can you come home and watch the kids? I'll be like, Dude, you know, my favorite band's playing a concert not too far from here. And then she went out and partied. Well, first off, I wouldn't have came home that night anyway. I just went straight to the concert and never even <laughs> went, came home. I got held up at work. But I love, I love one of the, I forget who asked it so it's it, it might have been walt i don't think he was in this episode though but for eddie where he asks what happened he goes sean goes well claudia lied so i'm being an ass.
0: <laughs> you know claudia kind of slips a bit more in this season than in past seasons do you think between that and her getting caught plagiarizing um maybe not big grandiose kind of things like you know the types of shenanigans sean would get into like getting a whole baseball stadium to chase them home
1: yeah because even but she's well, She has her less than
0: shiny moments this season
1: i don't know because she had that smoking ordeal in one of the previous oh, seasons oh yeah yeah
0: that is and i don't know
1: play i i don't know i i think plagiarism is a bad thing i just don't think it should be as high a crime as most people make it out to be necessarily.
0: Yeah, I don't. I mean, yeah, it's bad. And I'm not, I don't condone it, but I don't really know where to place it on the scale of bad and really bad. Yeah. Anything else?
1: I mean, all I got to say is only real men drink creme de mint. So
0: <laughs> God, that was so much creme de though.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. And she got totally, but like,
0: and who tried to straight like that? Ugh. No one, not
1: one person.
0: Ugh, that was their problem. They were just trying to sell it straight. But she did a good job.
1: Yeah, I just. Ugh. Claudia did
0: a good job selling it and getting hammered off of it.
1: And can I just say that just because Brad got called out for being a nerd in that episode. All right, I'm a nerd. All right, I, I still to this day have like 15 decks. Of Magic the Gathering, all right. I've got fifteen playable decks that are pretty good, so I don't. Want, I don't want. Nerds are not bad, all right.
0: Nerds are not bad. No, they are not. Because oh. yeah, in the before times, you were still having Magic Gathering um gatherings, weren't you?
1: Yeah, we we used yeah. to play about once every two to three months. But then obviously in the winter because of football season, I'm I am nowhere to be found other than the bar at home or at work. So
0: that's when you turn into a jock nerd. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you have no idea.
0: A little bit. I have I was a little bit of an idea.
1: <laughs> Spreadsheets and twenty-eight tabs of offensive, defensive weather stats, all this crap. I'm an idiot.
0: Did, you know, since the girls, since the girls and I, you know, we didn't do the fantasy football this last year, I will say
1: it was, you know,
0: did kind of miss you judging us from the other room.
1: (laughs) Well, I won again this year. So.
0: Congratulations. Yeah. We didn't play Timmy. Didn't get into a league either. Cause, uh, you know, their normal league, they didn't do one, but he was, he found himself missing it. This, this last football season. You know, it's like you know every year. It's like oh goddamn fantasy football. I'm never playing again. You know you shit you say out of frustration,
1: but I mean just 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 as a side note, I thought for sure this year would have been the biggest boom for fantasy football. Like you're already got to stay indoors anyway. You're gonna watch the games. You might as well still play. And a lot of these people just can play online anyway. Mm-hmm. But and then there was one other thing in that particular episode, like getting a nickname in school.
0: Oh, Where Jimmy. Yeah. Jimmy was
1: what? The hair?
0: He was going to be known as what? 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 Oh, fuck. What nickname Was it the David?
1: hair or something else?
0: Um, no, I don't the think fro? It was the hair. I don't shit. And I didn't write it down either. But yeah, because you fuck up once or you do one thing, then you are forever known that for the rest of your school life. Yeah. But yeah, he did get a nickname because of his beautiful, amazing hair. It was his his uh what do you call it? Not calling card, but his just his thing.
1: Well I guess you could call it his calling card. I mean that's pretty accurate. It's like it's what it's what he's known for. It's like the first thing you see when you see him is his hair.
0: But I like I liked it when it was all all big like that.
1: I don't I'm kinda glad he cut it later. It, it it was just I don't know. Bit much. It, yeah definitely not something well, even when I was in high school I Still didn't have very long hair when I actually did have hair, believe it or not.
0: You had hair? What?
1: I got to tell you, it was a long time ago, but... can't imagine it. I got a couple notes here, but I'm having a hard time remembering some of the nuances of that episode, too. Mm -hmm. Like, I finished this up pretty fast. It didn't take me long, so...
0: I got something for... So for, like, episode eight, where... Uh, Lily's hung over she's crashed the Mustang oh
1: okay yeah it crashes the Mustang into the front porch of all things
0: so first of all how did no one hear about hear that in the middle of the night thank you isn't that big and this is her maybe her first time being hung over at least busted hung over but not the first time she has gotten drunk so with this episode I was I 100% supported Sean in wanting to sell Lily's car for what she did. And and Claudia kind of had that hesitation of, well, I don't want us to be hypocrites. You know, we did, we drank in high school, we did stupid shit. And then kind of that whole leading into, did we create a culture of drinking? And then Claudia wanting to get rid of all the beer in the house and everything. I love this episode because I think overall it's, a larger conversation of maybe how this country looks at drinking, drinking and driving and drinking culture. Here I am reading too much into things, but
1: no, yeah. that because <laughs> I actually wrote something down about that too, where I, I don't know what it is in New York specifically. Mm-hmm. I'm going to assume it's uh, 0.08. It might even be um, uh, 0.1. -hmm. But do you remember? I don't want to say it was in the beginning, but where they where they got the they got the breathalyzer in the bar, and somebody blew a .20, and he gets a free pitcher for it. Uh (laughs) I was like, you can lose your liquor license for that, but okay.
0: (laughs) Yeah, have fun. So, I just thought it was interesting. I understand where Claudia was coming from, but at a certain point, you have to kind of be like, "Do as I say, not as I did," and not. And just have to roll with, you know what? I'm going to be a little bit of a hypocrite because I've got X number of years between then and now and, you know, life and experience and blah, blah, blah. So yeah, I'm going to be a hypocrite and tell you, you can't drink. Don't drink and drive. I'm the parent. I'm the boss. I'm big.
1: You're small. I, I'm, I'm. I'm just going to step away from that one then. Cause I, have I haven't really thought of it. Like I haven't thought of that so much like that. So I'm, oof. I'm going to have to think about that one. That's, that's a good point. Like I, I, in my initial, I'll just put it this way. My initial response is I would say it, but I wouldn't expect it. I'll put Fair. it that way. Like uh, you shouldn't, you better not ever you do the whole, you can call me, but that's where that whole problem comes in is that then she uses um or was that the other no it no, was this
0: episode same one yep she or uses that yeah ahead lily, i was just going to say yeah lily fakes being drunk because they signed that pledge that no questions asked parents will come and pick her up if she's been drinking so she abuses that but she's not actually drunk she just doesn't have a car now and she needs a ride so this was her way of this was lily's way of getting chaperoned around with no questions asked.
1: Yeah, and then it, they start to catch on when it's like, what, two o'clock in the afternoon and she's already drunk and needs a ride.
0: Mm-hmm. And then they catch her upstairs and she's doing math homework. Yeah. <laughs> like, wait a minute.
1: And doing it right from what yes. Claudia can understand.
0: So I did think it was really, really cute that, you know, here you have one parent and you have Sean, that's all about the yelling and the selling in the car and immediate consequences. And then you have Claudia kind of on that other side of let's not fuck this up. Let's, she Googles how to kind of approach it. That's where she gets the pledge um, that they all sign and yeah, of the no drinking and, you know, Lily will call and she tries so hard to handle it as best and perfectly as she can. And I thought that was really adorable and very admirable, but I am 100% on Sean's side. <laughs> I, I do believe that having something maybe not something so official like the pledge that they had, but to have something similar like that in place. Like look, I can't stop you from doing these dumb teenager things. I shouldn't say dumb teenager things because they're not dumb teenager things. They're just dumb things.
1: Yeah, it's not limited. That one's not limited to yeah. teenagers.
0: But you know, they're like we can't stop you, but basically we we just have to ask that you are smart about it and make sure that you Call us if you need a ride. I wouldn't say no questions asked. I'm going to have a whole mess of questions.
1: Well, yeah, cuz and and to me that always that always bothers me when it's no questions asked because if it's a problem, you want to get to the bottom of it and fix the problem, not just have it keep perpetuating. So I I was never a fan of no questions asked.
0: Yep. I agree. And then the whole, you know, creating this culture of drinking within their own house, at least, and getting rid of all the booze. I thought, you know, it's, I don't want to get too high on my soapbox on this, but like this country has a drinking problem and how it's advertised and viewed and disrespected. And I say that as an experienced binge drinker, <laughs> having done really dumb things. I but mean, if- it was
1: three o'clock and I've already cracked a beer here. So, and I'd only <laughs> been up for like an hour and a half anyway. So who, who am I to argue?
0: But it's just, that's, that's what it is. That's, that's how it's shown in this country anyways, and how it's treated. You know, they can always throw in the drink responsibly and do the um, drunk 30 driving second, 30
1: second water break and all that stuff from Crown Royal.
0: Mm-hmm. But it's, it, it's, it's still kind of glamorizing it, you know, I don't know. I still like to drink. I will drink. I'm not drinking now though. That's okay.
1: You should go fix that. Oh wait, I got nothing better to do so.
0: I'm a terrible, like, okay. So it's almost five o'clock but I'm still a terrible day drinker. And in that once I start, <laughs> I can't stop. I'm like a goddamn tube of Pringles. Once I pop, I can't stop until I'm just like fucking done, so.
1: There ain't nothing wrong with that. I plan on being passed out before the wife gets home. So
0: Great. good way to avoid conversation. <laughs> um, one last thing I wanted to throw in about that episode, um, Lily's first hangover. And so Uncle Eddie does end up selling the vehicle, and he lies to Sean about how much he sold it for. And in the end. He tells Lily that he will set aside money that he made from the car from selling her Mustang and use it towards getting her a car as long as she keeps her shit together in a couple of years. So that was another big like Uncle Eddie moment and another Uncle Eddie and Lily moment for me where I was like, this season. I was just like, see, Uncle Eddie's growing. Yeah. But it is again like you said, it's kind of just where the kids are at in their age too.
1: I was gonna say that because it turns out we didn't mention this yet, that it turns out she wasn't even the one driving. No, yeah, that's right. It was Brad, but he wasn't drinking either. It was, and I wrote this down and I was gonna ask you, are you a part? Are you are you going to be a part of Magedigath? what? Magidigath it's an acronym it's mothers against girls drinking and getting frisky Yes. sign me up
0: yeah because that was (laughs)
1: because that was the thing is lily got drunk and was rubbing up or molesting or doing whatever with brad and that's why he could that's why he crashed into the uh the porch and i remember the mothers against girls drinking and getting frisky is what so i i don't know how you say that as an acronym so i just went with my ma- it yeah.
0: yes i will totally join that group <laughs> and uh protest in canvas and all those things i don't know
1: but <laughs> yeah i just I, I wanted to throw that because that was actually going to be my other my other uh lead-in joke for this episode but then i saw the other episode where
0: about the porno and then you went porno
1: yeah do you want to go that way or do you want to save that one for the absolute last so the listener has to actually listen through all this to get the goddamn joke
0: (laughs) they have to listen to it i don't know how much more i've got left though but we're yeah that's fair okay um i was flipping through and i thought i saw something else i wanted to bring up
1: quick yeah i'm kind of just looking through the episodes right now just to kind of see if there's anything that stands out in my notes that i really I mean, I was going to go off on a little bit about, are the SATs even that big of a deal or like, did you ever take them?
0: Nope. Oh. I never took my SATs or ACTs or any of those. So I don't, I guess I, I would assume they still are, but I have no
1: idea. So in the episode previous to that, um, in that episode, so Lily needs to get a tattoo removed and I don't want to get, here are some, just some quick facts about that episode. So if your listeners are watching it or haven't watched it yet, these are some things to look out for. The tattoo that Lily actually wants removed is an actual real tattoo. The one she on really, her back. That's, a, that's her real tattoo? That is a real tattoo. Everything except they penciled or wrote in Dean over it. But it's a real tattoo on her back. No, and she way. got and she got so much shit for that. I she I don't think she had it in the first season necessarily, but she wound up getting it and somebody else saw it, and they said that's gonna be an episode someday, just so you know. And so it wound up being one. So it's a real tattoo on her back. No. For
0: sure. That one that it was fake. Because when they because in that episode, episode seven. Claudia knows about the big back tattoo, but in an earlier episode, Sean and and Lily are trying to have a moment and she tells Sean about a little tattoo behind her ear or, you know, on her neck or something. And she doesn't tell him about her back tattoo. We, the audience see it because Sean goes to give her a hug and we get Lily's back just right in the center of the screen. Yeah. And he gives her a big bear hug, kind of lifts her up, so her shirt comes up a bit. And then you see she's got a big old back tattoo. I thought for sure it was fake. I was like, oh, that doesn't even look real. Shows what I know.
1: No, it, it, yeah, it's it's actually real. So
0: I like how they kind of are like incorporate their their real tattoos into things, into, into the show.
1: Well, speaking of which, do you know how many tattoos Donald Loge actually has? I
0: don't, and I'm gonna guess twelve.
1: Oh, you are way low, like way low,
0: 37,
1: still way low,
0: Walk. 52, keep going. No way. 67.
1: Keep going. 103. No, now you're too far. 73.
0: Wow.
1: 73. Allegedly. He's got 73. I'll put it that way. Allegedly. there's 73. Now that could be like, you know, he had a smaller one done and then maybe added onto it. So that counts as a different one. Sure. Something like that. So they said 73. I don't, I don't know if that's true. That doesn't seem right, but that's what they said.
0: It could all just be like, yeah, little ones, different names here and there, a little symbol, but wow, that's a, that's a lot. How many, how many tattoos do you have, Dozer?
1: Technically two.
0: Technically two?
1: Yes. Cause I had one done and then another one, but they're kind of like right next to each other Oh, gotcha. and they, and they go together. So it's an addition I had on put on. So technically two that cause I had to go in twice, but I don't know. I still classify it as one.
0: Yeah. Kind of sounds like, yeah, it's more, more like one, but I get you technically two.
1: Well, how many you got zero good number. Yeah. I have a, th- I have a thing about tattoos and women that does not work
0: growing up you know tattoos people with tattoos they were you know like the baddies you know like rebels and you know that's how people kind of stood out and was different and you know the weirdos kind of that was like their our calling card or whatever you knew who like mm. yeah the not more non-conventional i guess but as time goes on as time went on everyone got a tattoo so the only way to stand out was to not have a tattoo also, i agree I'm also definitely afraid of needles. So oh. the method of getting a tattoo is just a bit too much to actually ever go through with it. I have since thought about getting different tattoos, uh, like in memoriam tattoos for my parents. The irony being that they hated tattoos.
1: <laughs> Fair enough.
0: <laughs> so why not just piss them off one last time? But
1: well, like, what, like where would you get those? Like on, on like your back shoulder or maybe over your heart or something?
0: I actually thought about, so the two that I've thought about getting initially was, um, let's see, because for my dad, because I thought about kind of doing the signature thing and maybe just doing something like on the inside of my forearm or, or oh, around okay. the wrist. Um, the other like non-memorial tattoo that I've thought about getting has been like, okay, like a little boom box from... Uh, Lonely Islands boombox song because I loved that song for like a whole year. I don't know, it's just fun and silly, good beat. And then, but within the boombox, where the speakers would be, getting the Foo Fighter F, <laughs> and oh, have Jesus that on my Christ. shoulder. <laughs> so then I've got a boombox on my shoulder, and I'm rocking out to the Foo Fighters at all times. So that would be it for me, tattoo. Well, as
1: long as you can, as long as you can change the station, you'll be okay.
0: No, that's not how tattoos work gosh um, but yeah that, that's that been about it and then the one I wasn't sure what I wanted to ever wanted to do for my mom but my brother and I were texting one day and I told him to get the Korean character for bingo because our mom loved playing bingo oh. and he should just get that and then just tell everyone it means hope <laughs>
1: it's not like they're gonna know the goddamn difference
0: i don't know so now i kind of like that idea so i might get the korean character for tech or for bingo or gambling whichever one look more like oh the concept not the person yeah yeah
1: the only other like side thing is that originally during this episode so lily was like she wanted her parents to pay for the uh The tattoo removal, and then Brad said he would because it was distracting, not during sex, because they hadn't he hadn't seen it up until this point, like this episode. Mm -hmm. And then he was like, Well, I was gonna I was saving it to buy you a gift, and she goes, What is it? And originally it was supposed to be an iPod, but legal had a problem with that in the script. So now they just kept wind up saying a portable MP3 player. And they were like, "Yeah, but nobody says that." And they're like, "Well, that's what legal says we have to call it." You no,
0: know because I, I think in the episode that I on on Prime they said iPod. Did they? And I think so because I feel like if they would have said portable MP3 player, I would have looked at my TV like, "Did you just have a stroke?" Yeah, I feel like they actually did say iPod. So I don't know if there's a difference in the editing between what is available uh, through Prime and what was
1: put out on disc i I don't know that's that i mean that actually i'm gonna have to look that up now because now i'm kind of because i can't well i suppose they could you know after legal or whatever got done they could probably change something i mean they've done it in movies and shows throughout anyway so that could have been the case
0: yeah
1: but this was actually also the last episode in the series to have a tag at the end you know the quick 20 second 30 second snippet at the end. Mm Cause the WB stopped doing all those and they never had them again. So this was the last one, I believe.
0: Yep. And cause I definitely noticed that in those first probably five episodes of the season, some of them had them, some of them didn't. And some just had the and
1: closing the ones in, and credit. And, yeah. and the ones in season three, those were supposed to be for Fox anyway. Mm. And so they were supposed to have the snippets, but then because the WB didn't do that, then not only did they not air because you'll see in some of them where I don't know well you probably got to see them but as they were as they were being I don't want to say live but as they were airing some of them would just have the music with like photos or or some of them wouldn't have anything at all it would just be a blank screen with the music they didn't have any photos or anything either I guess when they were actually live uh, airing them
0: Yeah, I think all the ones that I did end up sitting through as I was like finishing up notes were all just end song with stills from the episode. So once it got to the point where they were all, all the endings were that way, I just skipped them and then went on to the next episode. Yeah. Well, um, did you have any other fun facts or music rantings or anything like
1: that uh the only other uh some of them is it wound up being to the point where the eddie's electric uh car was a character and anytime they could show what they did like they they just said it was just way too funny not to put in every shot that they could like that was just a thing that they always did
0: it's ridiculously small uh
1: the only other thing i'm just i mean obviously do we do we want to talk about porno or just say nothing about it
0: I think we should just keep bringing it up like we're going to say something about it and just let the listeners wonder.
1: Oh, do you want to go into uh, Hope and Eddie and, and why they first started dating in the first place in the series? Sure. He was trying to help Hope conceive. She wanted a
0: baby. Like, that was it. In a good old-fashioned way.
1: Yeah. It, I don't know. Like I said, it yeah I I don't know the whole Eddie Hope thing like I said it it was okay it just I don't know seemed to kind of heavy down pretty fast
0: yeah yeah I'll definitely watch those last three episodes cuz I saw that there's more of Hope and Eddie cuz within just the sequence of the episodes there's um you know episodes 21 and 22 At least 21 is when he wants to be with Hope, you know, kind of change his ways. But then in episode 23, where we meet uh, Henry's shitty little friend, Ryan, and his terrible parent who doesn't yell, Eddie's not with Hope. I think there's no mention of her. And I think there's even, like, he's trying to flirt or hit on someone else. But there's no talk or anything like the way his story in that episode is kind of laid out is that he's still single that was totally the vibe that i got um but then i see on imdb that uh the whole hope thing comes back in those last couple of episodes that i thought i watched that i didn't so
1: doesn't say much because i'm trying to i'm having because like i said i i kind of did this all in one run so i'm i'm conflating season four or season five yeah i totally forgot that this was the season with that little piece of shit ryan yeah because all i got to say is i would have beat that kid that's all i got for that necessarily i had to just beat him
0: well and i like how even sister helen's just like oh you know like i hate to speak ill of a child or you know feel bad about hating a child it's like no no if the child is a total legitimate asshole it is quite all right to hate the child in my opinion
1: i i and and to be fair i mean it's not entirely the kid's fault because if if you're because we all know that kids we've all done it i've i'll be the first one to admit it and still say i still do it to this day with the wife try to see what the hell i can get away with (laughs) so
0: how about pushing boundaries and pushing your limits and how far can you go before yeah it's too far and you done fucked up
1: and i want to ask is jdate really a thing it's the website that eddie used oh yeah to, to find that to find that one lady uh, the it, it jewish singles and he says he's not up to code <laughs> <laughs> for those of you that don't know look up uh, uh a jewish uh wedding and ceremony and see what they see what mm-hmm. the male has to do I'm not going to go into it.
0: (laughs) Maybe not J-Date specifically, but I absolutely think there are Jewish-specific dating sites. And I feel like it's brought up in other shows and movies and stuff too.
1: The best one is when they did it for Family Guy, when they did this commercial for uh, Farmers Only, and they did the whole song, You Don't Have to Be Lonely, at FarmersOnly.com. And then Peter comes in and says, it doesn't say whites only, but yeah,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I bust I I bust out every time I see that on TV. I it it's just so it's just perfectly timed, and the way he says it is just chef Yeah, the rest. I mean, the end of the season. I mean, as far as the last three, because I, I didn't have a whole lot for the for the last disc or the last whatever it is five six episodes because it started to get a little more story heavy not so much joke jokes i mean there was it was still funny don't get me wrong yeah but um apparently uh sean's got uh medical issues or whatever his blood pressure is a little high and they don't have i don't think i think it's because they don't have the insurance to pay for like the medications or something like that so they try to bring it down so that their premium doesn't go up. So Claudia does everything uh but then you know when she's trying to take care of everything that's when the shit hits the fan and mm-hmm. Jimmy gets suspended from school, Lily and Brad get into trouble not only by breaking the bed in her bedroom but actually getting the family car impounded and then I think the second to last one is is Lily hates the fact that Brad's always at work and and so she um, tried to quit his job uh walt's walt hasn't found work since they let him off from the dump which i believe happened in season the end of season three or during season three somewhere
0: yeah yeah because he's ranting on and on about it to whoever will listen to him
1: yeah and so they hire him at the bar which i thought was a great idea
0: yeah why not
1: well, yeah, and plus he was keeping that place really clean and all that, I mean.
0: Well, it would definitely take real good care of the red boot.
1: Oh, yeah, well, he's got nothing better to do. He's got to take pride in something. He can't do it at the dump. Exactly. Oh, and then uh, during that episode, the whole fact that Jimmy goes to see that movie with his mom, I don't know if you remember that episode at any time where they went, they went to a movie and it turned out to be kind of a, not one I would want, not one that you would want to watch with your parents or at least your mom anyways. Apparently there's a lot of sex acts in it. And so they, they try to bond and all that. And it doesn't really work out very well watching a sex scene with your mom.
0: Forever awkward. Like you sit down to watch something with them and you think like, you don't realize that there's going to be those scenes. And then there are, and you're just like, Oh dear God, someone shoot me.
1: The only, and then, um, actually, Walt, when he makes that old fashioned in that at the bar, mm-hmm. that's almost exactly how you're supposed to do it. Like, he whoever poured that pretty much knew what the hell they were doing. I was impressed because when the guy said, I'll order, I'm gonna order an old fashioned, I'm like, oh, they're gonna fuck this up so goddamn bad, especially <laughs> in New York. Nah, I actually pretty much nailed it. it looked like it would have been a good one.
0: Yeah, I remember, uh, years ago when the. The girls and I, when we all went down to Florida, not for Kelly's wedding, um, but the trip before that, all of us, and we were down at, um, I think that's when we were going to have dinner at Cooter's and we bellied up to the bar and waited for our table. And, you know, I'm down, I'm in Florida, give me all like the fruity old stuff. So I got a pina colada and it was delicious, but a couple of the girls ordered brandy old fashions. And the bartender, yeah, just kind of had the look of the sigh that, that you just gave. (laughs) So the bartender made a face and I think actually had to bust out a drink book, but then around the corner of the bar was this couple sitting there and they look and they go, you ladies from Wisconsin? And we're like, yeah, they're just like kind of figured with the brandy old (laughs) fashioned, just like, oh God. It's a calling card. It's like a summoning way to summon other Wisconsinites.
1: Why wouldn't you just have what they serve down there? I mean, that's why you're there. You know, <laughs> these
0: bitches.
1: <I laughs> they do. want
0: when they, they want what they want when they want it.
1: So the only other note I have on that though, too, is that so previously when, um, I think it was Eddie and Reggie went to TJ Maxx or whatever it is, TJ shenanigans, yeah, yeah. TJ shenanigans, is TJ Maxx a thing?
0: Yes, it's a department store.
1: Okay, never mind then. But TJ shenanigans, they they both went down there to infiltrate it for some reason to figure out how they're bringing in business. But then Reggie wound up staying because of something. But then in this episode, you'll have to look for it. Reggie's still working at the Red Boot. So you got to love that continuity. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, he ended up staying at shenanigans for, you know, those silly things like insurances and better pay paychecks yeah, paycheck <laughs> that clear yep
1: but then right, i'll keep guess, an eye out for that yeah and i guess the only other thing is is i'll leave it up to you do you want to do the porno thing that episode we'll f- real quick
0: all right we'll do we'll do porno nope that's phrasing and i'm sorry yes let's <laughs> cover
1: that that was what episode i gotta find that now
0: 15 oh, all apologies Oh, yeah, because Eddie's helping Henry to grow, quote, a beanstalk.
1: Oh, yeah, for a science experiment.
0: But then Eddie gets banned from the house because as Claudia and Sean are saying off for a uh, anniversary weekend, they decide to go ahead and uh, Sean's flipping through the uh, adult movie selection. And I loved it, too, because he tells Claudia... Um, like, oh, he must've accidentally sat on the remote and, and pulled up the menu and she automatically knew the code to get, she's like, oh, so you sat down and just happened to press like up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, AB select,
1: or whatever it happened to be. Uh, and first off it's B a select start. Sorry. You're so goddamn close. I'm like, she's going to nail it. No, you messed it up. It's B. I
0: know. I, I felt the pressure as I kept going. I was like, oh God, you're going to fuck this up. Don't fuck it
1: up. <laughs> close enough.
0: It works, but yeah, but she knew how to like, she knew the button sequences to get to the porn selection. So I was like, you look that innocent.
1: Is it really that hard? I thought it was just like, you go to the channel and then you click on the one you want and go, do you want to charge this to your room? And NCS. yes. And I thought that was it. I
0: think that's like ordering. It it's is. like
1: ordering wrestling pay-per-view here. You just click yeah. on the thing. Do you want to order it? Yeah. And then it charges it to your bill. Yeah.
0: So I don't I know. Thought. Maybe, maybe they're in a fancier place where there was a whole sequence.
1: I feel like if you're in a fancier, I figure if there's, if you're in a fancier place, there wouldn't be a porno channel.
0: Maybe only classy porno.
1: Is that a thing? I don't know what that is.
0: You know what? If it exists in the world, real world, there's a porno version of it. So Class. (laughs) there's There's classy porno.
1: But anyway, so they, so they, so they buy a porn. So you can, so you can explain the joke
0: Mm -hmm. from the beginning. So they, uh, they buy the porn body's kind of flipping through picking out which one picks like the steamy suburban one and starts to recognize the um the house and then the couch and then the picture of henry on the end table next to the couch and sure enough eddie has brought people in to film a porn in the Finity's house to make the money because so when the affinities come home and they call them out on it and the family's all around and they're throwing around the word porno and little cutesy little henry is just like what does porno mean and they're just like it means really really bad and that is the context in which henry starts to use it and in which we began this episode with (laughs)
1: like every one of my episodes really really bad (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) so there you go listeners there's your porno (laughs)
1: <laughs>
0: um but yeah I think that's all I've got for this season there's a lot of great episodes a lot of good writing still a lot of laugh out loud moments um I just I I, I love this show I love that this has given me the opportunity to not only just re-watch it and have it on as something in the background but to really watch it and it just kind of makes me appreciate a lot of these, the the characters and everything that much more. And I'm excited to watch season five because I really don't know how much of season five I've seen. So this will be exciting.
1: Well, spoiler alert for season five. Mm-hmm. I did not like it. it. I mean, it it was, it was still, it was still fairly funny. The jokes are still pretty high. Mm-hmm. It's just, it was just uh, I, I don't know. Like the story started to really bog down on the jokes and some other things, but you'll see. You'll see maybe what I'm talking about then. So, can cool. I also just, yep. as a snob, at the yes. beginning of that episode where they find out Eddie's been renting the house for pornum, at the beginning, Jimmy, Henry, and Uncle Eddie are playing dirty Scrabble. Yes. I fucking hate Scrabble. I'm just going to put that out there.
0: <laughs> I've never been good at Scrabble. I've never. Finished a game of Scrabble. uh Most of the board games that I would play growing up always would end in someone flipping the board.
1: Isn't that the winning condition?
0: I think so. All
1: uh, right, that's so. how I play most of the games I play. Yeah. So, the <laughs> first one to flip the board wins. Yes. Because <laughs> now they no longer have to play the stupid thing. Yep.
0: Ah, oh, I've won so many games. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but but yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't have anything else for season four. So.
0: Yeah. Me neither. I think we've, I think we squeezed as much as we could out of it. And, but it was, yeah, I'm I'm going to be excited. I'm not going to lie as much as I have enjoyed rewatching the series. I'm going to be glad when it's over. Cause um, I always get, I do always look forward to starting something new with my tolerated that always, that's always kind of the, the silver lining to finishing up a series chat is, Ooh, the excitement of, Ooh, what are we going to talk about next?
1: Well, and to be fair for season 5, I only got like a page, two pages maybe for notes. So I okay. and there's only I think there's only 12 episodes, maybe 13. Yeah, so it'll go sure. and, it, and with all the now that there's not the whole lot of this episode switching cuz there's an actual story for it, mm-hmm. it it won't be as long as nearly this one or even the last one.
0: Our last one was a long one, but I did have a four-hour recording the other day. So, oh, I no longer hold the title. No, no longer hold the title. Let's. How about let that not be a title people shoot for?
1: (laughs) Uh, I want to get it though, but it won't. It definitely won't be for the next one. I'll. I'll have to find something I. I could just go on forever about.
0: I feel like if we picked like a movie or something, we could easily. I depending on what the movie was and everything. I think that could easily go. All
1: right, well, let's close this out. We can discuss
0: that. All right, sounds good. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for joining me today, Dozer.
1: You are welcome.
0: Stay safe, everyone, and keep streaming. Bye.
1: Bye.